Welcome to that big HVAC show. I'm your big HVAC host, Dwayne Anderson. But first, a word from our sponsor. What about that heat wave? Whew. Today I'm cooling off with some iced coffee from Ohana Estate Coffee. I've taken the sunset decaffeinated medium dark roast, you know, with its nutty aroma and smooth chocolate taste, added some ice and creamer of my choice. Oh, that's so refreshing on a hot summer's day. So good, in fact, you want to share with the whole family. Hey, Ohana means family. Join the family at ohanacoffeeco.com. That's Ohana, O-H-A-N-A, coffee, C-O-F-F-E-E, co, C-O, dot com. Or follow them on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Ohana Estate Coffee, keeping you refreshed all summer long. HVAC equipment. Most business and building owners, it's out of sight, out of mind, until it fails. Replacing it wasn't in the budget, or perhaps due to the pandemic, the funds are not readily available for capital replacements. Is there a more creative way to replace HVAC equipment? My guest today can answer that question. She has spent the last two years in the HVAC industry as the business development manager for Grand HVAC Leasing. A little known fact, her most used emoji while texting is the hug emoji. Therese Abraham, welcome to that big HVAC show. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice to have me on here. Yeah, it's great to have you on. So the hug emoji is popular. So do you run around in public now with your hands by your face and do it in real life too? I have started doing it and people are not too impressed with the jazz hands <laughs> and the big smile. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least, you know, nowadays, if you've got your vaccine, you, people can see your smile now. Exactly. Yeah. It's not from a far away anymore. It's still maintaining the distance, but maybe a little bit closer outside. <laughs> good, good. So I assume we'll be doing this program with a big hug as well. So <laughs> why, don't, why don't we just jump into it? So, Sounds great. Um, just to preface everyone, I'm going to relate a story of something that happened to me before I knew uh, Therese. So it was the winter of 2012 and I was working in Edmonton. So where winters are really cold and I was doing some business with a small condo or strata uh, and it was telling them that their border was on its last legs. It needed to be replaced and um, out of sight, out of mind, they addressed and spent their entire reserve fund on a new roof. Literally days after that, their boiler oh, failed no. and they didn't have the funds to replace it, which led to a whole scenario but we'll get into that a little bit later. But in that type of situation, uh, Teresa, if I knew you then, what could you have done for this condo or strata? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, that's a tough situation with reserve funds and budget planning. There's always that risk that just everything might go wrong one year and there's just no money to cover it. Um, it's unfortunate, but it is something that happens no matter how much planning you might put into it. Um, but luckily with Grand H back leasing, in this particular scenario, we would be able to help the strata not only replace their boiler without the need of any upfront funds, but we could also cover them down the road if anything like this were to happen again. 
Okay, great. So they would have got their border and it would just been leased through you then. Yep, absolutely. Right. Okay. Now you mentioned there was no upfront cost at all to leasing. Um, yeah. So how that works is with our leases, there, there are no upfront costs. Um, we take a contractor's full quote, including the taxes, and then we turn it into a lease quote for the customer. Um, and so we would be the ones to pay the contractor the full amount upon completion of the job. Okay. So the contractor gets paid. They get, in this case, for this particular facility, they would have got a new border and then just make lease payments. Correct. Yes. Okay. And the taxes you said are included. Is there any um, unexpected uh, funds up front or is it all part of the lease? No, it's all part of the lease. We take everything. So we take the equipment costs, we take the um, contractors, you know, hourly rates for their install and all of that. And we group it all together into that one capital cost. Um, if there's anything else that needs to be done at the time too, we can group that together and then um, we would cover that full upfront cost. Okay. Good. So that just becomes a monthly payment then yes, to, to the client. Now, do replacements have to be like for like? So if there's a million BTU border, do I need to replace that with the exact same border? Or could it be something more with new technology, maybe more energy efficient? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we let the customer work with the contractor to choose the best equipment for their specific scenarios. Um, so, you know, the contractors are experts in their field. Um, so we basically quote based on their recommendations, whether that is a like for like, or it's an upgrade to a higher efficient system or whatever the case may be. Um, we are very flexible with it. So clients then have the opportunity to actually upgrade their equipment when it's near the end of its life cycle. Then, Yeah, for sure. We've helped a lot of customers, um, who didn't think that they could afford that, you know, that bright, shiny new piece of equipment that's going to bring their utility bill down a ton, um, we help them be able to do that because it changes, you know, when you look at a monthly lease, that difference in price isn't a lot compared to that difference up front. Okay, great. Fantastic. So sometimes when you upgrade your new equipment, there are government rebates involved because there's energy efficiencies. Now, who receives a rebate? So Grand HVAC leasing passes all and any eligible uh, rebates back to the customer. Um, it's a really cool feature um, for customers because now not only are they not needing to put any money up front themselves for the replacement or the new install, um, but they could also get some rebate money in their pockets. Wow. So they can get a new piece of equipment, a more energy efficient piece of equipment, yeah. and get the rebate as well. Yeah. So not spending anything, but actually getting money is a, wow. is a high possibility. Yeah. When it comes to replacing equipment, do you, does Grand HVAC leasing, are they tied to a supplier? Do they say you have to use this specific brand or is it entirely up to the customer? Um, no, we aren't tied to any one brand. Um, with this, we also leave it up to those expert contractors um, to select the equipment that they're not only familiar with because they'll have to be the ones that do the service calls, um, but also that they think is best for the job. Um, so we don't have any kind of requirements or ties on that at all. Oh, okay. You don't really care what brand they use. <laughs> nope, as long as it's recommended by the, the contractor. Okay, great. Now, what kind of warranty is put on place on the equipment once it's been installed? Yeah, so I touched on this a little bit earlier um, when I said we would also cover that customer down the line if the boiler were to break down again. Um, one of my favorite things about our leases is that they're all-inclusive leases. So what that means is um, we not only cover all those upfront costs of the replacement or the new install, we also cover all service calls, all maintenance and repairs during the entire length of the lease. 
So if you're looking at, you know, leasing the equipment for 10 years, all you need to pay is the monthly fee of the lease and that's it. For those 10 years, anytime there's maintenance to be done or a service call or repair, um, the contractor would come and do what they need to do. And then Grand HVAC leasing would be paying those bills, not the customer. Um, so, you know, in the scenario you first gave with the condo strata, not only do they no longer need a reserve fund for HVAC because we cover those upfront costs, um, they also wouldn't need an HVAC emergency repair fund or any sort of operating budget in regards to HVAC maintenance. Um, you know, sure, the, H the monthly lease would become an operating expense, but we find with the energy savings alone from upgrading to newer and higher efficient equipment, more times than not, those savings um, actually cover the monthly lease. And then there's the rebate opportunities on top of that. Wow. Well, that's fantastic. Because in the scenario I mentioned earlier, uh, that wasn't the case because obviously I didn't <laughs> I didn't know you then. And yeah. uh, we we actually got them set up with leasing the border, but then they had to pay for their service agreement on top of that. So now they had a monthly lease and a service contract. So this is all wrapped into one with your services then. So any future maintenance or any future service calls, you said it's all inclusive and that's all part of their lease arrangement. Yeah, um, we find that, you know, having the equipment and then uh, some kind of maintenance plan is pretty typical when you buy the equipment yourself um, and it can add up pretty quickly um, in regards to you guys having a different leasing company. That's kind of where we differ with our lease, um, you know, having that all inclusive side where we're really just trying to take care of the customer and, and make it as um, affordable as possible with that one monthly payment. No, that makes perfect sense. So I think to a vehicle lease now, when I, when I lease a vehicle and, and its term is up and I, I go to the dealership and I either buy it out or I get a new one, um, what happens now with HVAC equipment? You, you know, you're not, <laughs> what yeah. happens now when the lease is up? Yeah, I, I love that you referenced the, the vehicle leases. I do that a lot, um, especially with businesses to help them see kind of the difference and the similarities um, so at the end of the lease for us, the customer really has two options. Um, they have the option of either keeping the equipment and becoming the owner of it for $10. Um, and that $10 is just because we legally need to exchange funds um, of assets for the transfer of ownership. Um, or they can go on a new lease and get newer equipment. And a lot of times for the same price that they've been paying monthly for the last you know, 10 years if they were on a previous um, lease with us. So they have the option of either becoming the owners, um, then they're in charge of, you know, the service calls, all that stuff, all the liability that comes with it. Or we can flip them on, you know, like a like a new shiny car, we can put them in, um, we can get them new HVAC equipment and and put them in a lease all over again. Okay. Uh, what What is typically the longest you go on a lease? You mentioned 10 years earlier. Is that Longest yeah, um, you have or... 12 is usually the longest we do um, okay. for a strata. It's usually between like the eight to 12 year mark. Um, some smaller commercial buildings might want it a bit less, but in the stratas, we, that's usually the sweet spot. Okay. So the lease is held by the strata or the building owner, not by the contractor, correct? Correct. Yes. So is there a list of approved contractors that you work with? Um, in any case, we let the customer decide who they would like to use as a contractor. Um, we don't have our own contracting business, or our own trucks on the road. So we partner with contractors locally. Um, so, you know, if a customer doesn't have a contractor they're currently using or they want to switch, um, we can definitely recommend some that we're currently working with. Um, but if they do have, you know, their contractor they've been using for years and, and they want to stick with them, 
um, we're totally on board with that. And we would just work with the contractor um, to onboard them as a partner and set up an account with them. Okay. So there's not a specific list of contractors. If the building owner says, Hey, this guy is my guy and you've never heard of him before you would work with him because he is that building owners mechanical yeah, contractor. Be like, Great. Let's make him our guy too. Okay. <laughs> Great. If a, if a contractor though is out, out and about and he notices something and discovers an opportunity for a leasing uh, program with one of his clients, can he also reach out to you or should he just put his customer in touch with you? Yeah, either way um, works. We don't quote until we have a contractor quote um, until, you know, until we know what equipment's going in there, what the cost is going to be and all of that. So um, our first point of contact usually is with a contractor um, in any situation. So if there is a contractor who's, you know, thinking, oh, you know, the leasing could be a good option for this customer. Um, we're more than happy to talk to the customer directly. We're more than happy to go through the contractor directly, whatever they kind of feel comfortable with. Um, we're good to follow suit. Okay, great. Is there anything else you could share with us about Grand HVAC leasing? Yeah, um, you know, we talked a lot about a strata scenario here. We definitely lease to stratas, but we also lease to commercial buildings, industrial, agricultural. Um, we do co-ops and multifamily, residential. So, um, you know, we're, we're around for everything. So if there's any kind of situation where, where leasing might make sense um, or where it might be needed, we we would be more than happy to get involved in and, and see if that can be an avenue to explore. So it's not just the stratas and commercial high rises. It's, uh, there's much more to it than that. Absolutely. Yep. Well, uh, Teresa, I want to thank you for joining us uh, today on that big HVAC show. Um, where can uh, building owners find you or contractors find you? Yeah, we're on LinkedIn under Grand HVAC Leasing, um, grandhvacleasing.com. I'm personally on LinkedIn as well. Um, so feel free to reach out to me directly or to our company, and um, we would love to, to get started working with everyone. Well, that's fantastic. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to join us on the podcast. Hopefully this was some great information, and I think it was uh, very enlightening for our listeners. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I love any opportunity I can to chat more about it. So thank you for, for taking the time to, um, to chat about it. Let's give Therese Abraham... A big hug emoji for that information today. She can be found at grandhvacleasing.com. They're also available on social media, at LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram as well. Speaking of social media. If you have any questions about this topic, please send an email to thatbighvacshow at gmail.com. You can connect with the show on social media too. Search at That Big HVAC Show on Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. Thank you for choosing to spend your time with me. Please keep in mind that this is your podcast. If there's anything in that big HVAC world, that you want to learn more about, please let me know. I look forward to your input. Until next month, dream big, work smart, and be safe. Just one more thing. Okay. Netflix, Disney Channel, or Prime? Ooh. I gotta say Netflix for the new stuff and Disney for the classics. <laughs> Thanks again, Therese. <laughs> no problem.
Have a fantastic day.